bloggers and creatives hosted by me, Lucy Sharif, a freelance journalist living in London. Each week, I interview different women in blogging and the online world, getting their best blogging tips and advice, and a little bit of gossip too. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to another episode of What She Said. Um, I initially had a bit of a script for this pre-roll, but I've recorded this maybe four or five times. Um, and completely fluffed it, so I'm going to wing it, because that's what I do. (laughs) So this is Series 2, Episode 9. I get to chat to the amazing Dominique of All That Is She. Um, We chatted, obviously, all about her amazing Instagram growth from 0 to 500k, almost 500k, but who's counting? 466. (laughs) A lot more than most of us. Um, She was super real, super honest. Um, We talked about essentially finding your niche, finding your theme, and not giving too many shits. We do swear a lot, um, so if you're offended by that, then switch off now, but if you're offended by shit, um, then you probably don't listen to this podcast. And I basically have a laughing fit from about halfway through till the end, so apologies for that too. (laughs) When I say apologies, I literally do mean sorry, not sorry. I really hope you like this episode. Um, it was super juicy. Dominique has a wealth of knowledge on Instagram and she's super generous with sharing it all. So enjoy the show. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. For anybody that doesn't know who, do you mind introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about your blogging journey so far? Yes, so I'm Dominique. Um, I am from the northeast of England. I live in Durham and I have the Instagram account all that is she, um, and then the blog, all that is she.com. Um, so my Instagram journey, it started on maternity with my youngest Penny. She's now four. Um, I was actually, it started off as a fashion blog, um, a really embarrassing fashion blog because I am <laughs> absolutely terrible at it. Uh, with some like really awkward poses in my back lane and stuff like that. it was just awful um, and when I realized that I couldn't really do that I then changed it just more of a lifestyle blog and then it, I would just sort of concentrate on my photography and I was sort of taking pictures of just sort of the everyday moments in life and then I think that must have went on for about two years and um, we moved into our house which we just fully reno- renovated and sort of I'm trying to think where it sort of spirals. So 2016, it was like a slow and gradual um, increase in followers and um, that sort of style was still sort of developing. Mm -hmm. And then my boyfriend and his gran had a bet that by Christmas 2016, I would have 60,000 followers. Um, I ended on 56, so I wasn't far. So like I say, I think at the beginning of the year, sort of, I think I remember in February 2016, I was on holiday and I got 7,000 followers. So it took sort of a year to gain those 50, which is still incredible. Yeah. Um, right. And then January 2017 came and that's when it sort of just kind of spiraled. So that was my first feature from Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had a second feature about two or three weeks later. Um, and then 2017... So I started, like I said, the start of the year, about 56,000 followers. And by the end of the year, 
I was on 430,000. That's wild. I'm no good at maths. I wouldn't even attempt to work that out, but I know it's crazy. Um, And that was sort of thanks to I've had like five um, features on Instagram. And then I've had like um, a certain series of mine called All That Is Three that was featured in a lot of publications Mm -hmm. throughout the year, like Board Panda, um, like sort of. I can't think what the other ones were called. Um, and you've actually, about this actually, so I'll link to it in the show yes, notes. Uh, as yeah, well. yeah. Um, where did where did all the history come from? Like what? Because it's yeah. super. If anybody doesn't, I mean, it's quite hard to describe. Well, it's no, it's not hard to describe it on a podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, because <laughs> it's you and your two daughters in kind of matching. Yeah, like it, you have a theme, don't you? For every yeah. single all those three and they're so creative they're so crazy creative but where did that come from so at the time um it, i think it started uh about june 2016 and when i look back at my feed i kind of remember i started doing a few like just sort of standard hair posts so i was just doing my hair in like a bit of a fancy way and it was mm-hmm. just a port like i would take an image take a shot from behind um and i would share those and they were doing relatively well i remember them I did post quite a few, so they must have been doing all right. <laughs> um, and then just one day, I was sort of, the girls, um, me and Penny were both wearing a striped T-shirt, and then Amelia came out of our room, and she was wearing a striped T-shirt. Um, and I thought, oh, this could work, sort of the same sort of concept, but it'll be all three of us and a nice little line, and I put our hairs up in messy buns. Um, and I shared it, and it just went berserk. Like, <laughs> um, it was. I think at the time I had about twenty thousand followers, and the picture got fourteen thousand likes. Oh my god! And so for the next few days, my phone was just going crazy. Just followers were flying in, um, and then like the following week, I was struggling to do a picture. I had some watermelon in the kitchen, and I was trying to figure out an idea. Um, and it was my boyfriend who sort of said. Well, just do another one like you did last week. And I was thinking, no way, I can't. I was thinking, no, everyone will be thinking I'm too repetitive. You've got to do new things. And he was like, no, no, trust us. I think you should do another one. And we did a picture of, again, all three of us wearing similar tops. And we had sort of watermelon watermelon smiles. Um, and it, 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 the same thing happened. It just exploded on Instagram. And then I think from that moment, it was just a decision to make it into a series. So since then, we've done roughly about one a week. Um, and then we just sort of think we either do quite simple ones where we're just dressed in the similar clothes or have similar hairstyles or we go a little bit more far out, a bit more creative and that'll be sort of the Game of Thrones one where we dress up as Game of Thrones characters we've done Star Wars, we've done Mary Poppins um, but yeah, the general feel of it is that we dress alike we do something similar and we try and base it on, on what we've done that week or what's going on with yeah. us that week um, which is sometimes hard to do when there's been nothing going on. But uh, <laughs> I was trying to think of stuff that goes on in my week. Not very much. <laughs> we are really scraping the barrel for what our ideas are. But um, yeah, we try. Um, and then it's, it's, it's lovely to look back on because I've created the hashtag All That Is Three and then we can look back and it's it's crazy to see how the girls have born and mm. it's sort of like a, a very unique family photo album. Yeah, it's so. awesome. It's so cool. Um, that probably takes us quite nicely onto post that you wrote recently which I am absolutely in love with I will obviously link to it in the show notes and it was about um imitation because Mm. because I mean we will all know anyone that knows you and knows all those three will have seen similar styles of photography yeah um you wrote a really really good post about kind of the blog etiquette uh, Instagram etiquette around 
credit and crediting where it's due, but also not going mental and crediting when you don't need yeah. to credit. But I mean, I definitely, even even us talking about this, I know people will be listening, thinking, oh my God, she's talking about me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, I'm not, honestly. <laughs> We're not talking about any no, of you. No, we're not talking about anyone. No, I think, yeah, I think it's, um, so last week was the first time I've had to actually reach out to somebody and, and question some images. But on a whole, um, I mean, I've had people send images and say this is very much like yours. Um, but a lot of the time I do sort of just let it go kind mm. of thing. Because for one, I know I say this in the post, if you're first starting out, I think it's only natural for you to look at the either more established accounts or accounts that you're following and sort of mimic what they're doing. Because it takes a little while to develop your own personal style. And I think you can't really do that until you until you do copy others and mm. realise that doesn't work for you or that's not what you enjoy taking photo, photos of. Um, so at first, I sort of champion it. And I think, you know, I've had other accounts sort of say, that, you know, they've been copying offers, but their account's quite small. And I think really it's not hurting your account in any way. It's not mm. detrimental to you. Um, and sometimes you've just got to let common sense, you know, take over and think, well, it's not worth the aggro or the upset to mm. reach out in this case. Um with the All That Is Three, I mean, there did seem to be a big rise in very similar photos and there was lots of families like sort of standing in a row in yeah. similar clothes. But again, I mean, I, I guess I don't own that setup. I don't own mm-hmm. <laughs> standing in the same clothes with your kids and, and in a row. Um, and then I think maybe at first when I was still grown myself I was maybe a little bit more touchy about it and thinking oh you know they're sort of taking my ideas and things like that but now um when people tag all that is three a lot of families do it and then they'll tag it that to me is sort of just a little nod that they've seen my account it is inspired by my all that is threes and they've just you know created their own and I love that Mm. um it is lovely to see and I remember when they first started tagging all that is threes and there was people like families from all around the world doing it um it's quite humbling actually to see so I don't it it is such a murky subject Mm. and I think sometimes it can go too far that people get a little bit too uppity about Mm. something that really isn't that big a deal or I think there's it's it's a fine line isn't it between whether someone's been inspired or whether someone's just downright copied yeah and that's it's it's trying to send like get a sense of where and I don't think we'll ever there's obviously never going to be a definite line that you cross because it always down to personal preference yeah definitely um and you're right as well like I think like handling it with kind of the grace that you are is the best way to do it because actually who wants to be sat at home like every time they look at their Instagram feed just getting stressed about everyone exactly and I just thought I always give the benefit of the doubt and think you know I probably well I know I did it I did it myself when I first started (laughs) I was looking at other people and I would I remember having like my phone down as I like pretty much planned the entire shot around somebody else's. Yeah. I think I don't know if I did mention it in the blog post or whether I took it out, but I know when we first started, I thought yeah, the only way you could get big on Instagram is if you posted pictures of flowers. <laughs> but I absolutely hate flowers. I never have a yes, bunch in my men- house. You did mention yeah, it. <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't have any in my house. I don't even have flowers in my garden. Like, it's not me, but mm. I thought, right, I have to just post loads of flowers, and I was just trying to get flowers in any picture possible. <laughs> um, but by doing that, I realised I was pretty shit at flowers and <laughs> flat layers or whatever else I was trying to do. So it sort of then made us realise, right, just scrap that idea. You're no good at it. Try something else. And so I think it is part of 
developing your style is to is to mimic others I guess you know if you're a art student you're told aren't you to go yeah. you know and and find your muse sort of thing or the big the greats um I guess if you're in English and you're doing writing you're taught to read the the famous novelist so I think yeah it's a it is such a fine line yeah, and I think the blog post was trying to write it from my personal experience and my personal opinions but I'm sure many people either might disagree and MB. Oh, it was really good. It was really balanced. And, oh, um, <laughs> no, well, you know I love Kelsey. It's brilliant. Mm. So um, I'll definitely get in the show notes because I think oh, it is just a really emotive as well. Yeah. Uh, especially with Instagram because I think, so in my Facebook, a bit of an honesty, um, <laughs> almost everyone, and it made me feel really sad, almost everyone without fail was saying, oh, Instagram just makes me hate myself at the moment because of this Instagram. <laughs> and I don't, um, you know, like in your role as an Instagram influencer, but, but also someone who mentors other students who want to be as big as you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. What are your biggest bits of advice for people who are just, you know, finding in the devil? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes you can get sucked into, I'm not like this with Instagram because I, I sort of don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. And I do it for the joy, totally do it for the joy. I love being there. I love the people. I love, I love posting pictures, but I, I'm not really chasing an elusive number. Yeah, I think that's what you've got to try and understand, don't you, what you're here for. Um, when I first started, um, I kind of, I, I guess it wasn't really, I, I knew it could be a job, but the only job I, I wanted, I was working at a call centre at the time, and I really didn't like my job. Um, so the only job I wanted was a job that would allow us to stay at home with the mm-hmm. girls. It wasn't really, I didn't have an idea of how much money could be made or sort of the opportunities you can get from Instagram so I was just sort of working towards not having to go to my nine-to-five job um and so it was a little bit more relaxed um but I guess with Instagram I think you know you have to I mean it's so easy to see because even if I have a few poor performing images or in relation to what I would usually get I do go on a bit like right okay so panic mode why are they not doing well um (laughs) what can I do to bring that back um so I guess, um, so why is it that they're finding on Instagram? Is it like that they're comparing themselves to others and then... I think so. I think there's probably an element also, just reading between the lines of some of the mm-hmm. comments, is that because of what everybody says about Instagram, in the follow on follow and people hear, oh, oh yeah. you can't do anything because of this and you can't do anything because of that and you have to play this game and you have to play that game. I think sometimes it gets in people's head. Um, now, because of the Instagram community that I kind of have, I feel pretty privileged that I have just lovely real life friends through it and I don't really see this as much I don't have you know spam bots commenting with emojis actually my mum commented with just an emoji the other day and I was like you can't do that (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing get off my picture (laughs) (laughs) but I think other people really do get frustrated with people said things like oh I just I hate the look of my grid it's not beautiful and I just don't see my numbers going up and I, I get frustrated at that as well you know things like that and yeah yeah I mean I, I remember when I first started that I, I remember looking at my follower count and like it would I would wake up one morning and it would have gone down and I couldn't this is how I mean it was only four years ago but it still shows how little I knew about Instagram I could not understand why my follower count was going down. I just couldn't get my head around that people actually unfollowed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why is that? It must be a glitch or some sort. <laughs> um, 
So, but I, I think, you know, it does take a long time. And I think the All That Is 3 for me, give me, I think until then, I probably was falling into the trap of looking at everybody else yeah. and trying to recruit, recreate what they were doing um, and just sort of chasing that kind of, like those likes and those followers. Yeah. And then I did the All That Is 3. Um, and that was, as far as I know, that was completely my idea. I'd never seen it done before. Um, and at the time, I'd, I definitely hadn't seen it on Instagram at all or anything like it. So it was, it felt like my idea and it, it did so well. And I think after a while, that sort of gave me the confidence to think, actually, there is space to do something new. It doesn't have to, you don't have to do florals. You don't have to post fashion blogger shots. You don't, you know what I mean? There's, there is something there for everybody. And the All That Is Three just gives us the confidence to really shine. And then mm-hmm. I think from that point, I mean, if I go back, you know, my feed wasn't looking its best and it has taken a, a while. And I think that's, I think sometimes it's people look at my account and think it's happened so fast. But actually what you don't see is there was two, two years of me going through these stages where my feed looked all a mismatch. I didn't, mm. I, I would look at other people's um, like images and think, how do they get their blacks to look like that? And mine look like this. And how do their yeah. whites look like that mind I just could not get my head around it and so obviously it does take a long time to develop a style and to get your grid the way you're going mine I've only ever been happy with my grid sort of last year and that's out of four years wow really yeah oh before that when I look back I just think wow was I doing (laughs) it was just so (laughs) mismatched um but I think you know it is good to to find something that you can be known for Mm. um and it does give you that little boost um, and you don't feel like you're following any other accounts. You feel like you're doing your own thing. Um, and it is, I mean, it's difficult to find that thing, yeah, of course. Um, but when you do, I think you really see people just blossom. Like I can think of a few accounts off the top of my head. Sarah Ferguson. I, you know, that's, it, she's exactly who came yeah. up in my head. <laughs> exactly. She, she's done so well. Mm. She found her thing. Yeah, totally. And she's totally ran away with it and our account is amazing it always looks so beautiful and it's so well curated and everything um and so different but like yeah so different if you sort of scroll back to what she was doing before yeah, and then it sort true. of just flicks and you can see it it's yeah. um i remember it, the change as well yeah it's all <laughs> it's awesome to, when you've been following someone before mm-hmm. when you see them i don't know yeah but just click and blossom it's it's amazing to see yeah, it is sad when you hear, like you say, about people having a bad time on Instagram because, um, I mean, you know, of course everyone has ups and downs, but on a whole, um, I've always really enjoyed it. Um, mm. But so I guess, yeah, I think just to realise that it does take a lot of time and these sort of skills take a while to develop. And um, You've got to be patient and find your own thing. You've got to find one thing and it is a waiting game and... Um, like I say, I think these are the times where you do start looking at other accounts, and this is where, like, the, obviously, the imitation thing comes yeah. into play. Is that um, that's why sometimes it is okay to look at others and try and work out what they're doing yeah. to do it right. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. There has been a lot of scaremongering going on. Yeah, lately. like don't do this, but you can do this, but you don't, can't do that, <laughs> and then don't do that. And um, for me, I mean. Because I know sort of like all these, all these like lube giveaways and mm. pods. This was all not really about like a year ago yeah. when I was um, like really working on growing mine. So, um, and then again, you hear different sides to every story. So the comment pods, some people are saying it's good, then some people say it's bad, and then um, 
even like if I wanted to do a follow Friday when I was trying to go my account if I did a follow Friday there was no stories so I had to actually of post course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the people yeah. on my grid can you yeah. imagine doing that <laughs> I remember having to do that though to be honest yeah and you Not get like you had to do like a Called a collage, collage, collage a, yeah, and it really a, pissed me off as well because it just looked really <laughs> shit in your grid. Because a collage, <laughs> you imagine any like, if that was the case now, no one would do follow Fridays. I no, think it's no, no. that they've got stories. Yeah. And um, I was actually reading one of the ways to do it was um, I think it was on the social gathering, um, because I'm on that forum, oh, and sure, yeah, yeah, and they were saying that that now the better way to do follow Fridays is to do like every person has a set day, so you do like a group, group of seven, say. And then one day, all the girls in the group will post one person, and then they all post the next person. That's a good of, idea. So that you get more views, because yeah. obviously, when you do a line of follow Fridays by the seventh person, I guess everyone's sort of trailed off, haven't they? Yeah, so, totally. Just swipe through, don't they? I know so, I do, to be honest. I know, I know it is hard because there is quite a lot, and I and I get why people do them, like because these days it's very hard to be seen yeah. organically, and that's I always do say that's probably one of the best ways because the people that you usually do it with in the same kind of market and have the similar audiences yeah. and so it was always a good way to do a growth spec but that's um, actually that's a really good tip as well actually if because and it sort of plays into something you talk about a lot on the podcast which is niche which can be <laughs> which can be a bit um contentious because <laughs> <laughs> but niche it's the same with blogging as it is with instagram once you found your niche and it's exactly what you're saying you know you found your niche with all those three and like not posting flowers once you found yeah. your niche and what you're known for then you can start looking at all the other people within your niche and collaborating because I do think collaborating is so much more powerful than inviting <laughs> yeah yeah definitely yeah um but yeah I think with the sort of the all that is three like you say it gives you the confidence and then after that I had it in my head that you know if I try new things, that could go the same way as the All That Is Threes. And then mm. I think sort of in the summer last year, um, I posted a picture of Penny with a watermelon dress. Now, I mean, the, oh, the idea, yeah. you know, it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't a brand new idea. I had seen like the similar sort of things before. Um, but that image itself went viral, um, like a crazy viral. I think that one got like, like 100,000 likes or something. Oh, my it was, God. Yeah, it went really Sorry. viral. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it was mental. Um, but after that, I thought, well, you know, that could be a new thing now. So I had the All That Is Threes, and then I created another hashtag called Objects for Outfits. Oh, um, and it was it's so much fun. It is lovely. And I do look, love looking through the fakes. I think people still do tag it. And it was basically, like, essentially just people posing up. So it's like a forced perspective type shot. And then you hold up a piece, like a, a piece of fruit or a vegetable or something. And sort of give the effect of an outfit um but yeah so I think it just encourages you to to try new things to yeah. get creative um and to push your boundaries a little bit more yeah I think that's really important because Instagram from what it was sort of back in 2016 say that like I know back then if I wanted to have a really powerful image that I knew would do well and I knew would get followers I would post a picture from up above and like a bird's eye view of me wearing ripped jeans and a cup of coffee and that was a guarantee couldn't fail with that one that was what would get me all my likes and all my followers if I needed a bit of a boost yeah and so if I think of that now if I if I try to post that now I think like the Instagram on a whole like the bar has been raised so I think people are being forced to get a bit more creative with it and maybe just push their boundaries a little bit more as well yeah definitely and there's a self I guess sorry say that again 
constantly like better yourself just always look yeah, at your good, image how can I get mm. this better um somebody else asked um and I'm quite interested to hear what you what what your answer is about your editing process in yep. fact they actually said it was Helen Redfern who's a bookish baker and she said oh, right, yeah. <laughs> um I'm interested in her editing process because her colors are always so gorgeous and I okay. would like to know how you get your whites white because that is the thing that really drives me mental how do you get the whites the same <laughs> mine are like way off okay um so my photos they all go through photoshop first of all um, mm. And then I'll, they'll go into VSEO, obviously, oh, okay. and then I'll add on the um, mine is a is it preset five, and then I turn the percentage right down to like four four point mm. two or something, whatever it is, and I turn the fade up and sharpen it, and that's all I'll do in VSEO. Yeah, let me go to some of the other questions. Awesome. Oh, this one's really good. I had a couple of these. Do, do Penny and Amelia ever throw a strop and say they don't want to be in the photo? <laughs> <laughs> um, they throw a lot of strops, but fortunately, not when it comes to images. I think now they're both at school from nine till three, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Amelia doesn't get a little four once she's got the bus home and things. So especially through the winter, any pictures with them have to be taken at the weekend. So yeah. that has sort of meant there's been distinct lack of pictures with including them so um apart from the all that is threes so um with the all that is threes um it only takes about five ten minutes to do an all that is three um and then we sort of just penny calls them her funny photos <laughs> she's so funny in them yeah, she is she so <laughs> full of character <laughs> it's really funny like because you do panic don't get i think any mom who has the kids on instagram mm. kind of does panic a little bit and think oh you know is it not something that they want to do and but Penny's really funny sort of like if me and Dom are sitting on the kitchen table and we're like trying to look at ideas and things like that or even if I'm setting up if I'm like in the middle of a of a shoot sort of I guess it is like a photo shoot um and she'll walk in and she'll be like can I be in this one <laughs> sometimes we have to let her just be in it even though she's not going to be in the end results but um and then if we say like we're going to do our funny photos um and then she'll like practice what funny faces she's going to do. So <laughs> I think because it's not, and, and because I don't, there is quite a, like a, I, well, personally, I think I do balance sort of the family work um, quite well. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really have a camera in the face any other time. Um, like we, apart from the All That Is Three, all the other photos that I would take of the girls would just be your standard family shots, like out for a walk with the dog or out for a meal or something like that. Um I'm not like chasing them around trying to capture every last moment. So yeah. I think it tends to work. So like I say, all that three is about 10 minutes. So that's only 10 minutes out there a week that they actually yeah. have, like they actually do a picture of anything. So, and then for Amelia, um, it's always a tough one because she started seniors in yeah. September. So I was really nervous and I was like, just don't tell anybody about it because yeah. it can go out of the way. And I was just really yeah. worried. Um, so I was like, just don't tell anyone, no one needs to know, none of your friends will ever find my account because it'll not be ever suggested. And I think within the first week, she told her whole class. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but um, I mean, I don't know whether that'll change. Um, um, I'm not sure, but at the moment, they both, and I mean, it's not, you know, it doesn't go amiss that we've got maybe some chocolates at the end of it <laughs> for like all involved. I'll say it, I'm like, sometimes even I have to be bribed with chocolate to do so um 
And we and there's like this weekend, for example, we did skip an all out of three just because I think um, Amelia had a party on the Saturday night, so she wanted to be at her friends all day, so Saturday day, and then me and John were going away to Glasgow, and I just think I I could never sort of impose it on their social life or yeah. sort of disrupt their social life at all so this week we just missed it all together and just reposted it an old one but that was really um, cool because you you were super honest about that in the caption yeah yeah it your was captions are always are always like uh, yeah you're brilliant at captions as as well as the photo and i wondered to i'd wanted to get your opinion on how you feel what's the most important photos in the captions or both, do they have to both be awesome I think it probably has to be both. I mm. think the, the the image will draw the person in initially, um, but if there's no substance behind it, um, you really struggle to sort of, what's the word, sort of... To stay, basically, and connect, right? Yeah, yeah connect, yeah. sorry, that's the word, yeah. So, yeah, you struggle to connect, make connection with that person. Um, so I'll always say to any like, people I mentor, you know, you've got to put something there. You can't just post a picture and, and not put a caption and walk away from it. It has to be either thought-provoking or witty or just you know give a bit of personality behind the feed um so I think it probably does yeah it'll come down to both um I think it's a bit of practice as well not that I, I mean I've only got like yeah. 2,600 followers which I'm super excited about I finally got to 2,600 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I still have noticed in my own show that my captions have changed they went through mm-hmm. a bit of a you like I had a little play I didn't know how I wanted to come across I didn't know before I kind of settled into finding it's finding your voice isn't it ultimately yeah and I think again it's the same with when you're sort of imitating um images or trying to find your style when it comes to images you're doing the same with your captions so if I look back um when I first started at the at the time that very like slow moments type of um Mm. thing was sort of breezing through Instagram and it and I was trying to like word my captions to be like that and I've sort of and it, there's not that there's anything wrong with that like but I was that's not me at all like I would never say oh I'm just in like having a very slow coffee on a Sunday like I would never ever talk like that <laughs> not me. but that's what I was trying to talk like and like I say I'm not saying that's that's wrong in any way but it was not me and yeah. so I think it does again like you say it takes a little while to find your own personal voice and not be scared to sort of share or, or be seeing how you want to be seen sort of thing um and, and sort of take down the guard and, and yeah. just I think it's just best to just talk as you talk because yeah, um, yeah, sometimes I like write things um, and like like Dommel I'll share it and Dommel go I think I think you've got a bit Mackham in their mind <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> like I don't think that's the right way to say that and I'm like oh really is it because <laughs> um, I just get carried away but I think yeah so you know and, and it, it's always good to sort of with, with captions is to get a little bit to know your audience as well so asking questions are always a good idea mm. um i know carolyn like the slow traveler she's she we were talking about captions the other week and she was saying that the one that she always finds generates loads of responses is um whereabouts am i whereabouts are you right now whereabouts do you live um and she said you just get sort of like a mass of comments because um, that's easy to answer as well you don't even have to think about it i guess because yeah. I, I think sometimes when you see a caption the ones that I really hate, and I'm really, really sorry if anyone's listening and they do this. I'm sorry, but I'm also not sorry. The ones that I hate. <laughs> Brilliant. And when they, when you get to the end of a caption and you see in capital letters, tell me. I've never seen this. People shouting. Mate, I, will, I will send you an example. Please send me some. <laughs> um, 
tell me. Oh my, if I do that tonight, just to really annoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it drives me mad because it kind of shocks me. I'm like, okay, like leave me alone. <laughs> like you're shouting at me. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna not comment because you're scared. Um, but I think no, I think it is like just silly things when I think back the way I used to do it and like I say it is just that moment where it all clicks into place but even like I would sort of pretend I didn't watch telly because I thought that like Instagram didn't really like people who watch telly they wanted people to read books and not not watch telly I think I'm gonna have to edit out like a massive snort (laughs) don't make us look even funnier I'm actually um, crying. <laughs> but I did. I really thought that people only wanted people who read books or appreciated art and things like that. And I'm the biggest series freak in the world. Like me and Dom at the minute, we're actually struggling to find something else to watch because we've seen them all. I'm like, I'm, I'm sure we've seen everything. So like, and I was like, so I was just sort of disguising behind this little made-up person that wasn't me. Um, who was spouting off about all this stuff that wasn't me. It was just all really weird. And then, like I say, when it actually just clicked and I just started being me in my captions and me in my images, and then that's when it all went crazy and grew massively. Um, When I was not being me, it was sort of not going anywhere. I think uh, Kinfolk has got a lot to answer for. Oh, that hurt, yes. Those people. I even started, stupidly, I even started buying clothes that would match that type of, like, <laughs> and, like, but now I just wear what I would want to wear, which is, like, jeans and a t-shirt, but, um, it's like, God forbid anyone saw us in a pair of jeans and trainers on Instagram, and like, a floaty floral dress. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, I do actually don't mind some linen dresses, but some of the stuff I was wearing, I was thinking, what am I, like, I wouldn't really leave the house in them because I felt so uncomfortable at this. I was wearing it for Instagram and I was thinking, what am I doing here? This is ridiculous. Oh, my um, God, that's too funny. But it's actually, even though I'm, like, almost wetting myself laughing, <laughs> it does, it's a really good tip because we all, we all do that and you can get really sucked into feeling like... <laughs> that you, you can't watch television. You watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Honestly, some or like you knit or something. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, and I just yeah, but I am I'm in a series buff, so I, I do watch telly. I watch far too much telly. Me too. Uh, <laughs> oh God, way too much. Um, I probably don't read enough. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, it's just about <laughs> finding your own personal voice, and and it's the same with the in- images. You just need to find your own style for them as well. Um, and um. Well, Another awesome question. So basically all these questions have come from Charlie, tour photographer. (laughs) He's got some awesome ones. Um, How on earth do you get those massive flat lays, which include you and sometimes the girls? Are your ceilings really high (laughs) with that camera hanging off a crane? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, um, actually we've got like a, our house was built in the 60s. So our old house, which we moved before we started doing these pictures would have been ideal because it was like a 1900 it was like built in 1892 our old house so it's like huge ceilings and um all the space that we would need but um now we live in a 1950s standard like house in a estate so Mm -hmm. our ceilings are actually really really low um so what we do i mean i did one the other day 
I haven't played it actually yet. So the ones where I just maze in them, then Dom will just literally st- get the bar stool from the kitchen and stand on his tippy toes and precariously dangle the camera. He'll like sort of push it right up onto the ceiling. So mm-hmm. it's like touching the ceiling and just hope that he doesn't fall and crush me. Like, <laughs> beneath him. Um, and he'll just snap away. And then what we have to do a lot of the time is sort of extend. So a lot of the time it's, it is, it's just the floor sometimes. So if it's just the floor, it'll get extended out because it, it, um, or like, what, what did we do last night? Did the little mermaid one. So the blue, I don't think we had to for that one because we used a sheet and a duvet. Um, if it, I mean, we can normally get it in one shot, but if not, well, a lot of the time the edging is quite plain, so it'll just get extended out on on Instagram yeah. to fill the space. But that's yeah. it, really. I mean, it is. It's sort of like a very <laughs> DIY style. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Uh, we did one the other day where he was in it as well. I haven't posted it yet. Um, and it was a video, uh, like a stop motion from above. Um, and we had to haul the uh, mattress from our bed um, downstairs into the living room because the light in, the, in our bedroom isn't brilliant. And then sellotape, like, well, sorry, not sellotape, um, duct tape the camera to the ceiling. And then I used an app on my phone okay. to do the sort of thing. Um, so that one was pretty fun because... Um, it was like a bus rolling out of bed. It'll probably be posted by the time I do this, so it's yeah, bus rolling yeah, out of well, bed. Yeah. And it was a stop motion, so we had like roll, take a picture, roll, like. Ah, that's <laughs> like, so cool. So, um, but yeah, it is. It's just a really DIY, like, just see how it goes type of process. I love it. It's brilliant. <laughs> uh, I wish we had all the fancy stuff, but we really don't. Our tripod's really rubbish. Um, I've once laughed because people want about camera kits and things like that. We've got like. Um, it's an entry-level camera, which is like a Nikon D5, 600. Mm-hmm. We've got two lenses, um, a tripod, and that is pretty much all we've got. That is our, that is our kit. That's incredible. <laughs> really that, big. That's awesome, though, for anyone listening to this. It's like, oh, you know, you've probably got studio set up and the most expensive yeah. tripod. And, you know, because you, <laughs> you do see, especially with YouTube, when they share their their studio setup i know it's different for youtube but it's crazy they've got studio lights and backdrops and all this crazy crazy stuff and yeah exactly and i think it is quite nice to know that you can do it ours i mean our house will be like a bomb site like after we've done (laughs) it's just insane but it is a lot of moving furniture about like i say dragon mattresses into the living room but um but yeah sort of I think there's quite a few people who do. I think, and also Louise Ferguson's shared a behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and hers was just sort of balanced on chairs and yeah. and things like that as well. And I know that uh, Georgia was Hardy. I know oh, she yeah, does yeah. a lot of behind the scenes, and a lot of the time it is just duct tape. And I mean, you'll have bits of paint mission from all your walls wherever you go. But that's awesome. And actually, I've got two more questions to ask mm-hmm. you because I'm quite conscious yeah. that I've kept you for quite a long time. <laughs> One is who are your favourite Instagrammers? Like, who are the people that you go to to get inspiration from? I always struggle with this question because I always forget somebody. Yeah, that is a really hard question. I should have asked you. I should have prepped you for it. And I feel like I say the same people all the time. So if people have watched my, like, because I've been doing some lives Friday afternoons and I always get asked and I say the same people all the time. So I'm trying to switch it up, but um, I bet I don't. Okay, so there is Sienna and I. Oh, uh, yeah, love yeah, and I really, I've, I've, it's it's quite a funny story between me and Danielle, who is the girl behind Sienna and I. So her, so Sienna is my cousin's little girl. So Danielle is going out with my cousin. Ah. Oh. 
I know. So I, I went to a play date with another friend, and she was saying, oh, Dom's cousin's got an Instagram, hasn't she? And I was thinking, no, no, I don't know who you're talking about. And she showed us our account about a year ago, and I was like, oh, that's Danielle, and I didn't even know she did it. And So anyway, so it's been really lovely, and, I, and her account is amazing, and I particularly like it because everything she does is through apps. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she does sort of a lot of duplicating and li- or like overlaying our images and things like that, and it's all by app. So I really like seeing her and I. Um, obviously, my mate, Carolyn, which is a slow traveller, um, me and her have our weekly or two-weekly catch-ups. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, and then I was like, oh, that's really creepy. But obviously, there's so much that I see of your life through stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this is it. And I think it's really, because you can't, it's a funny little job to have because when you meet up with your friends, um, they just don't get it. Yeah. So, and- that sort of happened to me during the week which is sort of work related um i mean sometimes dom will get sick of hearing about it and sometimes you just need that other person to bounce yeah. things off i know we've picked we've dropped uh sarah louise ferguson uh-huh. right bit um her internet um oh, barbara, barbara. Yes, I just, she's amazing yeah i love it um, she just because she really goes out and she does her own thing yeah. and there's more sort of it just feels like she doesn't give a shit in the best possible way. Like <laughs> yeah. she, just, she just takes a photo because she wants to take a photo and it's nothing like she's not worried about life. She's not worried about that. She just takes pictures of things she likes to take pictures of. Yeah. And I like all the behind the scenes that she does as well. Um, oh, sorry, Bookish Bronte. Oh, yes. Uh, I only um, recently discovered her. It's amazing. Oh, really? Yeah. So she, again, she just, just floors me every single time. Um... I can't think of anybody else at the minute. I'm obsessed um, with Rabia as well. She oh, flourished. yes, yes. Uh, yeah, um, she was... I did some mentoring Rabia yeah. not long ago. She is... She's just hilarious and brilliant. And, and again, I think in this in nicest possible way, it just comes across like she doesn't give a shit. She's yeah. just taking photos of things that she likes to do. And if she gets an idea, it's not... She's not sort of picking it apart and thinking, am I going to get the likes? Am I going to get the followers? She just goes and does it. Yeah. And the other but, question yeah. I wanted to ask was... Mm-hmm. If someone was starting an Instagram account tomorrow, or even for all the people in my group or listening to this that are like, oh, hating on on Instagram, if you could tell them to do three things, okay. what would it be? Oh, um, Not necessarily three things that will guarantee you growth. Just do these three things, and they're the most important things to do on Instagram. Yeah. So I think the whole engaging side of things is vital so not only does it help with the growth I think it is it can feel like a lonely world even Mm. though there's like I don't know how many millions on it now but like millions and millions of people on Instagram when you first start out especially um it can feel a bit lonely and it's quite daunting um and it it feels a little bit weird to talk to people that you've never met Mm. um I've spoken mentoring students I've said you know it's really good get yourself out there find accounts that you can engage with and they're like well, then I think I'm a bit weird, though, just randomly talking to them. And I'm like, no, no, honestly, that just all goes out the window. So I think, (laughs) (laughs) and it's good to have people to chat to and, like, you know, who will celebrate your successes, but then will also be there when you want to have a rant about something. So I think finding a good little community to be part of is really important. Um, And, you know, it does help with growth as well. Um, I think, obviously, I've touched on it before, um, to to find your niche to find your people yeah. and your thing um 
think that's really important. But that, I guess, that would never come within the first few weeks of of starting the app. That would be something that would happen gradually, um, and it would be a bit trial and error and experimenting with different styles and things like that before it actually settled on one. But um, um, being you was quite important. Yeah. Um, and third, what would I suggest? What would my things be? Can so I add it? one? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, just from what we were talking, people that we both love on is the theme is being a bit fearless, mm-hmm. I think, and having, yeah, giving no shit. Yes. Because like you say, you you didn't start your Instagram account with all those three. No. You started, went through trial and error, <laughs> went through slow living and floral faffing and moved fashion. through those. Fashion. Well, don't forget the fashion blogging. Fashion, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was an exciting time. Um, but yeah, that's it. I think, you know, it. I always think, because I've, I've just been writing up on the course that I'm releasing in February, so I've been writing on about this a bit, a bit this morning, is that... I would never ever suggest to do this all the time because um, like you have to, you know, sometimes you have to pull it out the bag and you have to mm-hmm. create an image that you kind of know is going to get the likes. I think that's yeah. imperative because just to keep on top of the algorithm and to work yeah. with it. But any other time, I think it is so important to just post those images that you like. And if, you know, if you see an image on Instagram or Pinterest or something in your mind that you've, you've, you know, you've sort of created in your head, and you're a little bit scared to pause because you don't know how it'll go, just do it anyway. Because if I hadn't done that with all those three, I wouldn't be where I am now. Yeah. Um, it might have flumped and it might have just went terribly wrong and then I would have tried with another idea. But I think it's so important um, to not give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is what you have to do, is just not give a shit. And then the people, there'll be so many people that will appreciate that kind of attitude. Um, because like you see, I mean, Rabia she's got such an amazing personality on Instagram and so many people are talking about her because she is so fun and that's I think that's what sometimes missing people's feeds because when it comes a bit too contrived and a bit too staged and kind of lacking in the fun side and it is supposed to be a fun place to hang out so I guess yeah don't give a shit that's a really good one (laughs) (laughs) I've put words Uh, into your mouth but (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm going to steal that one yeah Um, I said that (laughs) but yeah that is a really good one and and, yeah you say don't don't fear um and and if if you have a few bad ones then just go into analytics find go on your most engaged post and just recreate one just to get that surge of likes and yeah. I think it does doesn't it you, you sort of mood changes with how many likes your last image gets course, and it's yeah. shocking that it does but it does happen um and then sort of if you do one that's guaranteed a lot or a good engagement then you boost yourself back up and then you can go back to just not giving a shit again after that yeah absolutely it's a, but I suppose it's about filling your cup up a little bit filling yeah. your I was about to say filling your shit cup up <laughs> <laughs> there's like some weird websites that would love that but uh, yeah no no don't do that um, just, <laughs> just fill your cup until um, you feel a little bit more confident and then go back to posting whatever the hell you like and then if it you know starts dropping down again you feel yourself lacking and feel a little bit self-conscious all over again then just go back and post one that you know is a guarantee on that note can you tell everybody where they can find you online and also talk a little bit about your course because by the time this episode airs um your course will be out will it oh my goodness right um so yes so um you can find me on instagram on all that is she um i'm the same on twitter um i would say facebook but i 
don't really go there very often. Yeah. And um, my blog is allthatisshe.com. Um, so the course I am releasing, um, it's really weird thinking that it's already going to be released. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be released end of February. And it's I think it's going to be called All That Is Instagram. And it's going to be everything you need to know about Instagram, so um, sort of growing your account, finding the right audience for you, monetizing Instagram, analytics, but also I'm going to put a, a really big focus on the creative side of it as well and, you know, d- doing exactly what we spoke about today, so finding your niche mm-hmm. and finding what you're known for, getting creative and smashing through those creative boundaries and and yeah, and, and really encouraging people to push their limits as much as possible. So I think there'll be a massive focus around that. Um, and that will be released end of February. Hopefully. Super exciting. So if, so yeah. if one comes out in the meantime, you know that I've basically stolen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so end of Feb and then depending on how that goes, fingers crossed it does really well, um, then it'll probably be released again like a month or two later. That's so exciting. I know. Super exciting. I put down and... Thank you so, so, so much for your part. Thank you for having me. It's been lovely. So much fun. (laughs) Thanks for listening to What She Said. If you liked this episode or any of the other episodes, then please think about leaving me a rating and a review on iTunes because it really helps get the show out to other awesome creators like you and it's a little bit of an ego boost for me too. If you want to connect with me, you can find me over on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, everywhere, <laughs> at Wanderloos Blog, or just head over to my blog, wanderloos.com, which is also where you can find the show notes for every single episode too. I love hearing what you think about the show, if it's good, and I reply, I try to reply to each and every one of you. Thanks for listening, and come back again next week.